Go ahead. Hey, everybody. It's Jordan. Uh, just a quick message here at the beginning of this episode. Uh, we really enjoyed the show that we're going to be covering in this episode. And I think you'd have a better time if you have seen the show. Uh, so jump on Netflix and look up the show In the Dark. Um, it's what we'll be covering in today's episode. Enjoy. Welcome, everybody. We're back. To the Shite Attendant Podcast. Did you just say shite? I sure did. Oh. Uh, fine. I mean, definitely a different, pretty severely different subject matter here, but <laughs> if, if you want to get into it. No, we don't have to get into it here. Eat lots of fiber, everyone. Okay. It's good for your movements. <laughs> like dance moves? Yep. Okay. We are not a graphic podcast. We have made that clear in the past. We do not. We've made do that explicitly clear. Graphic <laughs> things. Um, we don't say the fuck word. It's true. We don't curse. Cursing is not good. That's a um, sin. That's true. That is true. I send out my thoughts and prayers to people who curse and live a filthy life like that. <sighs> uh, this from a county where apparently we're not prosecuting for weed, mushrooms, or peyote anymore, and also not prosecuting uh, sex work, consensual sex work. So, Excellent. Yeah. Get it, boys and girls. Get it. Adults. Not boys and girls. <laughs> this is a bad, that was a bad, bad way of phrasing. Ooh, boy. Uh, get it, adults. The cops are on their way. Well, that's the reason. I called the police. So part of the reason is so that they can focus more resources on, like... Uh, like legit Legit, crime? like sex, sex crimes against children and stuff. Yeah. yeah. So. Um, Here's your weekly reminder. Don't have sex with kids. Please. Please don't. And if you're thinking about doing that, get help. I'm not necessarily a huge, like, hey, reform, reform guy, but... Uh, Tell someone and uh, save yourself and save other people. Yes. That's your public service. Thanks for tuning in to the public service a podcast. <laughs> um, how's your week been? My week has been really wonderful, actually. I keep adjusting my mic. We are moving, as we've told you on the I last know. several episodes. Yeah. yeah. Um, and so we've, we went down back down to a smaller table. Ugh. In that, we had to break everything down and set it back up and part of that is just annoying getting your mic stand <laughs> getting your mic it. stand to be like exactly how you had it before is just it, the worst kind of so. do you think uh getting like a better mic is a good valentine's day present yeah okay yeah i do okay. do you have a valentine in mind to get that for i you know i have a couple Ooh. yeah don't hey. be jealous hey everybody welcome to the polyamory attendant <laughs> podcast someone suggested that we do a polyamory podcast yeah i don't necessarily disagree but i'm going to tell you all some sad news if that does happen i'm going to make the executive decision to kill this podcast <laughs> oh yeah because we can't <laughs> do cannot... more than one podcast no i don't think i could handle two no like it's crazy to say that i so here's the thing i i i will say I could absolutely handle two if someone else was doing literally everything else. Yeah. And all we had to do is this part. Yeah. Oh, like yeah. If, if we had someone like taking care of the social media parts and doing, doing the editing, which we do. So the the person that edits, we love them very much. We and do. They're actually related to the polyamory subject because they're Ashley's uh, spouse. <sighs> um, it uh, It's just much more work than uh, folks might have you believe. And a lot of like the biggest shows their part is this yeah like the huge shows like yeah there's they, they don't touch their you know editing social media uploading the episodes into the hosting but emily is a one-woman show and she writes books and she oh. does multiple podcasts yeah i mean there are, and that's the thing like there are some people that are just absolute machines uh they're just not us yeah. Like we just have a lot of other stuff going on and I'm sure those people have, you know, lives. Oh outside, yeah, for outside sure. of outside of podcasting and stuff uh, as do we, but we tend to uh overburden ourselves with bullshit. 
That doesn't sound like us. What and are like, you even talking about? I'm, I'm currently unemployed, but I am in probably the best mental uh, shape I've ever been in my life. Like mental It's probably and, because and you emotional. are unemployed. No. No one's pulling, no one's making you do labor. No, no, no. Well, I mean, yeah, we could get into that whole fucking welcome to the socialist attendant podcast. Um, no, I'll tell you exactly why. It's because I'm painting. Oh, yeah. You're That's back one, to doing the art. It's 100% of the reason. Like, it, it, no question. Like, y'all do something creative in your life. I understand. This is I, my creative. I support therapy, but boy, howdy, how it has really just like. Picking up a paintbrush again, picking up sculpting clay again, like I am in a whole new world. And I uh I'm just so much happier than I've ever been. But I am finding myself uh being more busy because of it, because I'm I'm devoting more time to it. And I would like to be devoting even more time to it. Um but with us coming up on the move, um, I just ordered some more materials. They're, you know, they were shipped or should be shipping soon. They shipped today. They shipped today. So, like, I, I'm going to be doing even more art and stuff. And the what that does for your brain, or at least my brain, is just wonderful. I'm just, yeah, happy, very happy. Um, and that is to say that uh, if a if a poly podcast ever were to come out of my mouth it would be tough to to balance uh, that and this. Yeah. So it would be maybe c- keeping the hosting up for this, like keeping these episodes up as mm-hmm. like a thing and maybe once in a while doing an episode for it. Um, But, you know, that's this is like a far down the line thing. I don't know what kind of market there is for a poly podcast. Yeah, I don't know either. I have seen some... Um, I used to listen to a poly podcast actually one, for a long mul- time. Did you listen to Multi-Amory? Multi-Amory, yeah. 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 I, uh, I really like A long time them. ago. Yeah. Um, and there are other ones that kind of touch on polyamory. Um, yeah, I listened to a... What was it? There are a couple of like swinging swingers, like style podcasts, which swinging isn't polyamory for folks that may be listening. They're not the same thing. Mm-hmm. Swinging is like a means of a non-monogamous relationship yeah it's under the non-monogamy umbrella but it's not how all uh uh, non-monogamy takes place but um there were a couple of like pretty good um one called the priory society Mm -hmm. that i like they're just very um realistic about how that sort of thing is Mm -hmm. so it it was a good one but yeah I, i just don't know and it's not necessarily all about like is there a market for this but you, uh, as with this show, you want people to be listening. You don't yeah. want to just be screaming out of the void. So, I don't know. It'd be interesting to see, like, what, you know, maybe if we did an episode on here about, uh, you know, non-monogamous relationship dynamics and disability, maybe. Yeah. Because there are um, a handful of, you know, disabled folks in the poly community. Yeah. <laughs> I actually, I, there's a good chunk of blind people that I uh, have interacted with who are polyamorous in one way or another. But yeah, I, I just can't imagine doing two podcasts. God, no, no, I could not either. So I'm just so funny. Like it's just, it's a lot of effort. Yeah. Having that much funny come out of you. Yeah. It's all just, at once. It's yeah. so much. Yeah. I understand. I, I get that. I mean, it's, it, I suffer from the same affliction. Mm-hmm. I also wear affliction brand clothing. Um, so, we wouldn't be dating if you did, God. so can please you, stop. Can you imagine? I mean, you definitely do make some questionable fashion choices. Yeah, but they're not that. No. A person that makes dad clothes fashion choices oh. <laughs> is yeah. is a vastly different person from a person that like puts a monster energy sticker on the back of their truck. Yeah. Those are very different people. <laughs> Your dad aesthetic is pretty cute. Oh, yeah, I know. Cute little dad. Yeah. I'm... Uh, trying to appeal to a certain market of uh women mm-hmm. if, if <laughs> is it moms is that what you're saying is I, that the thing i mean it's the over is it my mom uh, your mom is uh, like one of my favorite people yeah. <laughs> like that that's 100 true but no i'm not trying to date your mom 
hmm. for the record. Sure. It's <laughs> I'm I'm thinking of that joke where you like uh where you say something to someone and you're like, Yeah, I was kidding, you know? About trying to date you unless you unless want you're to like date, into unless it. you're into it, you know, yeah. that whole thing. <laughs> yeah. Uh but no, I'm not trying to date your mom, uh, because long distance isn't my thing. So Ah. Yeah, well penises aren't her thing, so oh, well, we got that going. Yeah. And, you know, we've all got our thing, see? <laughs> um, would you like to talk about a television show? I would love to talk about a television show. So we watched the show. I have heard so much about this show that I have classified it in my head as the show. The definitive show on weird depiction of blind person in television. Okay. I've heard nothing about the show other than from you. So in the world of blind social media, when this show was first released, there was a ton of shit talk going on. Mm -hmm. Like an obscene amount. Like like it was getting to be like annoying. Mm -hmm. Like where you wish you could filter it out of your social media for a little bit. The show is called In the Dark. And it was, it first aired on the CW, right? Yeah. Uh, And ever since, like, I haven't been 16, I haven't wanted to watch anything on the CW. Yeah, I'm not really a big One Tree Hill guy, you know? Boy, that's a throwback. I'm not really a big uh, The Village. What's that fucking show? The Village? (laughs) What? What's the superhero, dumb superhero one? Smallsville. Smallville. Yeah. That was on the CW, right? Yeah. You know who was in that, though? Allison Mack, my, Allison my girlfriend. Mack. Don't call her your girlfriend. I have her. She's married to a, a woman. <laughs> I have her initials tattooed on my mom's. <laughs> this is not funny. We're not making fun of that. Yeah, That's no. a terrible cult. That was a terrible cult. If you people really... don't know what we're talking about, we're talking about the the Nexium cult. Just yeah. look it up. Yeah, there were about 17 documentaries about it that came out all at the same time. <laughs> yes. Uh, but yeah, uh, CW shows. I was never really into any of them. Although was, I was into so many of them. What was the one um, shoot? Because it was something else. It was like the WB before then. Right, yes. What was the show with the girl and the mom? The Gilmore pl- Girls. That one. Is that a CW show? Yes. Yeah, I watched a lot of that. Yeah? My, I mean, my ex was into it and i you know would randomly watch episodes yeah i I watched a number of episodes that when i accidentally showed up at a one tree hill uh, nope what's the one gilmore Gilmore girls Girls. when i accidentally showed up at a gilmore girls trivia night i got like three out of ten questions right that's very impressive Mm -hmm. yeah and the questions were like really obscure bullshit too like in the scene where bill gets a toolbox out of the trunk of his car What's the first tool he pulls out of the toolbox? Like that kind oh, of like. Oh, it's what like the, the really hard like letter Kenny one that we went to. <laughs> yeah, it was no, it was at the same place. It was at oh, the Professor Joe's. Professor Joe's. Which oh, is, rip, rip around. Yeah, sad. Uh, rest in peace, Professor Joe's, and rest in peace, Screech. Oh yeah. Dustin Diamond is dead. They will be hearing this like two weeks from when it actually yeah, happened. We're so sorry. Sorry, y'all, breaking the fourth wall here. We are pre-recording a handful of episodes so that while we're moving, we are kind of just covered. Yeah. So Sometimes you got to do what you got to do. Yeah. So we love you all, but we also want to move without pulling our hair out about the podcast. So yes. uh, you get to hear a couple weeks after Dustin Diamond's death that uh, sadly, uh, if I'm the first one telling you this, uh, maybe pick up your phone and... Hopefully you will have healed. Yeah. Uh, by the time you hear this, I, I wish you peace. Um. Oh, we didn't like do any kind of announcements at the beginning. Ah, correct. Yes. So I don't want to give it away. Super fast and loose. Yeah, we <laughs> are doing fast and loose today. <laughs> Jeez. Um. I don't want to give anything away, but in the next couple of episodes, we might have some guest stars. That's all I'll say. Ooh. That's it. Yeah. It's a teaser. Anyway, get back to the show on the back CW. To the show. show on the CW. I don't know anyone uh, that is an actor in this show. I didn't recognize any voices um, or names in the credits or anything. And mm-hmm. I also didn't look up any like deets, any credits or anything to like try to dig into like 
trivia information or anything did you mm. did you do that at all i did not i looked up an actress while we were watching it right so uh do you want to do you want to tell the folks what the show like the basic idea behind the show is while i take a sip of this drink you made me oh boy so the the girl in the show is a little mild alcoholic she is yeah oh oh boy you so, haven't even had a drink yet I got a old Diet Dr. Pepper and bourbon. This is your first sip of any kind of Dr. Pepper of the year. Mm -hmm. You're doing so awesome. Yeah. February 1st. Yeah. Um, what, uh, what kind of bourbon did you use? I won't tell you. You'll have to taste it. <laughs> it's definitely not Maker's Mark. No. Um, is it Buffalo Trace? Mm, no. Is it? What is it? Evan mm. Williams. Oh, okay. <laughs> we just had it. Yeah. Um. Do we say the name of the show? I'm sorry. Uh, in the dark. It just in case. I think we, we said. Yeah, I think we it. said it earlier. On. Remember in our very first episode, we didn't say the name of the film. So I got mixed reviews on that. Oh. Or mixed news on that, I guess. Some people said that we said it. I heard from someone that was like, I don't know why you guys said you didn't say it. We said it. Said the thing. Weird. So I don't know if we put it in the show notes or something, and they may have like thought that we said it. Mm -hmm. But okay, yeah, I yeah. So in the dark is about a blind woman living in Chicago, mm -hmm. not too far away from us, Midwest. Ch represent Chicago. Yeah, yep. I'm really glad it doesn't take place in somewhere stupid like New York or yep. Los Angeles. Gross. Super gross. Yeah. Um. And she is a bit of a mess. Um, she's in her presumably like twenties, mid 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 twenties, mid late yeah. twenties. Yeah, yeah, because like her best friend's like a veterinarian, so okay, yeah. I would think like mid to late twenties for sure. Yeah. Um, her best friend and roommate, who's gay, she's a gay. What's our main character's name? Um, Matt Murphy. 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 And her friend's name is Jess. Yep. Um. I forget her parents' names. Mm, not important. Mom and dad. Yeah. <laughs> um, but she is, uh, she works sort of for her parents who own a guide dog school. Mm -hmm. um, and she is really good friends with a young man who hangs out downstairs uh, like from a, her building. A neighborhood kid. Yeah, a neighborhood kid. Um, and one day... He goes missing, and she thinks that she feels his body in the alleyway. And it's unclear whether or not she actually does. Right. It's not like... Because she's a, pretty much a blackout drunk a handful of nights per yes. week. Yeah. She's she... got a liquor bottle in her hands in several scenes. And her... The, the one morning that she wakes up that she... It, or the one morning that Jess comes into her room that like she's already like dressed and like doing stuff. Ready she's like, go, I yeah. brought your stuff. It's like Pedialyte and like ibuprofen on yeah. a plate. So yeah. like clearly Jess is used to like cleaning up after her and stuff every day. Yeah. Um, but she's convinced that he is murdered. And I'll be totally honest. Like I had only seen uh, or I'd only heard about it from you. So like I was not expecting much at all yeah and that's the this. thing i i went into this show with really low expectations everyone was talking kind of shit about it but i, I don't know i not to spoil anything but i really kind of like this show yeah like we were only gonna watch one episode and at the end of the episode we're both like do you want to watch, watch another a, episode watch another <laughs> it was really many, good did we watch two or three just two just two yeah, yeah. um but it's got a ton of like blind tropes in it but it does such an incredible job of making them right. Mm -hmm. um, there's a scene where someone says, do you want to touch my face? And she very directly says, that's not a thing. We don't do like, that. I, I don't do that. Like yeah. it's several times people are like, oh, do you want to feel my face? And she's like, no, I don't do that. Yeah. But I think for the sake of the, the storyline, at one point her friend, what's her friend's name? Tyson? Tyson, yeah. At one point, she does feel his face. Yeah. Because he's like, why don't you hook up with me? And she's like, first off, you're 17. Second <laughs> off- You're a child. Yeah, second off, no. Um, and he's like, wow, I'm so pretty. Feel my face. And she she eventually does. 
so that she definitely puts up a protest about it right she's like this is stupid but whatever but at a certain point she when she finds the body she feels the face of the body Mm -hmm. and that like confirms which i don't know i i would know your face if i felt it immediately yeah yeah no question Hmm. so it it makes sense it's a little bit hard to believe that after touching someone's face once, I would be able to identify them. But she's she's fairly certain that it's that it's him, and the mm. the storyline goes on to kind of support that. Well, and I mean, like they, I don't know. I I assume like they hug and stuff. I think they hug like in the show, and they also do like flashbacks and stuff. So he saved her while she was getting mugged. Um, this guy like violently attacked her and like kicked her in the face several times and Tyson stopped it. And so like, I feel like they, she knows like what his body is like structured like. Right. Like the way that you say that like, you know what people look like. I know. Yeah, exactly. By like touching and like hugging and that kind of stuff. Yeah. So... I feel like she probably knows, like, because she didn't start at the face. Like, she had, like, kind of tripped over this, like, sleeping bag kind of thing. Right. Well, and she also said that he didn't smell like himself. Right. Which, again, is a thing that, like, I would know. I, I might not necessarily be able to identify you by your smell immediately. Mm hmm. But if I knew that. Like if I if I you know felt your face or whatever and thought that it was you, I would know if you smelled wrong, which mm-hmm. is what she says. It, yeah, it, that he didn't smell like he himself. Smelled like he smelled smoke. like smoke. Yeah, he smelled like smoke. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, like that's one of the main like driving narratives for the for the show, but also like her you know, contentious relationship with her family and her sex Not life. Not her family. Her mom. Her mom. Yeah, her mom's a bitch. Um, and her mom. It it's really clear that her mom suffers from a thing that is, I think, really common. And I didn't have to experience this with my family. Um, but it's the struggles of having a child with a disability. Mm-hmm. Um, I've had to deal with this as an adult. The struggles of you know, being an adult with a disability and, and, and having your family just really want to be as supportive, supportive as possible, mm-hmm. but not necessarily have the right tools to do that. And my family has been just amazing in, in what they have done and the way that they have supported me. But I could very easily see, and I have friends who have had similar situations with their families mm-hmm. of like, either being overbearing or uh, having like this strong like pity almost right um but did you so like what and they definitely like you said before like they definitely address those kinds of things too they talk very directly about it like there's a direct conversation i think between her and her dad about the fact that her mom still goes to a support group for people with uh kids with disabilities Mm -hmm. so uh, i i like that they very directly address the kind of uncomfortable shit Mm -hmm. like that so this show the very first scene in the show is her having sex with someone yeah um you should talk about her sex life oh yeah she's got a very active sex life um she doesn't date she says it multiple times that like she doesn't like go on dates like she just hooks up um but her preferred method is to just go to the pharmacy the next day and get plan b yeah um she called it an expensive hobby yes which is like (laughs) jesus okay um and it's she must like do it often enough because like she knows exactly where it is yeah um and like the cashier says, you know, you could just use condoms. And she's like, well, they're bad for the environment. Yeah. <laughs> but like that stuff fucks your stomach up. And like oh, that yeah. can just, the oh, yeah, that's, I would hate to do that. Yeah. Doing it more than once. I would like, oh. I knew of a person who uh, always carried two plan B's with her because she traveled a lot. 
and never knew like when or like when she would be able to get to a place to buy them so she kept like two in a little uh like in her toiletry bag Mm -hmm. just in case interesting which is a good i mean yeah i mean she's protecting herself yeah um but yeah so she has a very active sex life um and (laughs) it's very just like the very beginning scene like the dog is watching her yeah and she makes this (coughs) sorry she makes this funny comment like the guy's like oh like your dog's been here the whole time she's like yeah it's so weird he just stalks me and like follows me everywhere and he's yeah. he's like he's, he's a, guy a guy dog, guy dog. Yeah. so like obviously that's the joke and that's what makes it funny yeah. but like you don't know right away that she's blind like if you went into the show not knowing anything about the show at all right like and of course like and they addressed this but like she doesn't quote unquote look blind either that's and someone one of my like <laughs> favorite lines in the show. Go yeah. ahead. Someone asked her like, "Oh, well, like you don't look blind. Like why don't you look blind?" And she's like, "You, which the lady says you don't look blind," and she she's responds, like, you, "You probably don't look stupid either." Yeah, like you don't look as stupid as you are. Yeah, yeah, and like that's so. I get that we've talked about this on other episodes, but I, I people say that to me that I don't look blind. Mm-hmm. And that's a really good line. The line I have used before is I, I look quite blind from this side. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love that one. Which is like a fun one. But I mean, it it's a fucking weird thing to say to someone. Yeah. Like, would you say that to someone in a wheelchair? Like, like huh, you don't look disabled. Those legs look awfully muscular. <laughs> what are you doing? Yeah, like, what? Get up out of that chair. Or like, you walk up and just start tapping on a, a person's ears if you see them like doing sign language. Yeah. Like, what are you doing? Your ears are open. I can, like, they're, they're fine. <laughs> Why they no work. Yeah, like, what the fuck? Like, <laughs> it just, like, certain weird things about uh I do like that they just, like, face them head on. They're just, like... And yeah. she does talk about how, like, she has been totally blind since she was 14. Right. So, I mean, she's been dealing with it for... I mean, for all intents and purposes, let's call her 24. Right. She's been dealing with it for 10 years at this point. And, like, through her, like, very, like, formative years, she dealt with it. Being, like, a blind kid in middle school and high school. Yeah. And so she she says it in the show. So she has uh, retinitis pigmentosa, which... A lot of uh, it's commonly re- abbreviated to RP. It, you start losing your sight pretty much right when you're born, mm-hmm. and it just progressively goes and goes and goes. And usually, it's between like twelve and fifteen years old when it gets to a point where you're like blind. So she would have been dealing from the time she's like ten mm-hmm. with pretty diminished eyesight. Mm-hmm. So. You know, that's even, you know, if, even then, like another chunk of years that are not necessarily like her being, uh, quote unquote, normal, you know, being sighted. Yeah. Being one of the normies. <laughs> one of us people. Yeah. But, um, but the main thing, <laughs> I feel like we get off topic just cause like we enjoy the show so much. Yeah. It's, um, I, so yeah. she, she thinks that, um, Tyson's been murdered. But by the time, like, the police get there, like, they can't find, like, a body in the alleyway or anything. They think that she, because she's blind, like, it was either, like, a homeless person just sleeping in the alleyway and they're just gone. Or I think they do a lot of questioning of, like, how do you know that it was actually him? And she's like, I just know. know. You can't. So there are two, like, detectives that she's talking to and one of them... The guy, I don't remember his name, but he has a blind daughter. Right. And they he does that like, oh, I can relate kind of thing. Like my daughter, she was in an accident a few years ago and like she is blind. Um, And I've been thinking about getting her a guide dog and like going through that whole conversation. Yeah. So I don't know if I told this story, but uh, we were at a place and a woman we were we were at a nail salon and a woman came up to me 
and said, how long you been blind? I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> Who, uh, for ever? 16 years, four years, I don't give a shit. What are you, who are you, and why are you talking to me? That's hello. Yeah, like, okay, I guess we're going there. Like, so, if within, you know, the first, like, four exchanges of this conversation, I find out that she has a blind uncle. And I think folks think that that entitles them to some level of conversation with me or with any other, you know, blind or disabled person is like this, like, you know, the, the super boomer thing to like walk up to a black person and be like, my neighbor's black. Mm -hmm. Oh, Jesus Christ. Grandma, stop. Like, don't, you can't, (laughs) Grandma, don't do that. Like just because you know someone with a disability or know someone that is blind, it doesn't, entitle you to any conversation with me and i really do my best to not just be an asshole but that kind of thing makes it pretty hard and like i understand that the perception of the situation is oh i know something that you know is a connection like i can make a connection i can you know start this conversation you know we got something in common whatever it might be it's pretty invasive Mm -hmm. like what are you doing like, I, it makes me want to say really inappropriate things to people. I can't wait for the day that you do start saying inappropriate things to people. Well, like, so they ju- they've they said an inappropriate thing to me. Mm-hmm. They asked me a question about my medical situation and a question about my life history mm-hmm. in, in the same question. So, like, would it be appropriate for me to ask them, like, When's the last time you've had a bowel movement? <laughs> Have you been eating your fiber? Yeah, like why? I think... Like people feel fucking entitled to it and they're not. I think part of it too is he sees her as like an older blind woman. Yes, a more so, experienced. Yeah, yeah, so like yeah. he is hoping for the very best for his daughter in the future. Well, I'll tell you, it, <laughs> like, and my case is a, is a reasonable example. Like, I'm not necessarily like a shining star of the community. Aren't but all also... people with disabilities like people's heroes and stuff? <sighs> yeah, that, that's a whole. We can. That's have, another thing that can... they talk about later on. Like her and that detective. He's like, yeah, like, these people come up to her and tell her that she's their hero and stuff. Like he thinks it's weird. Yeah, and it it's like. We talked on this show before about the the man that randomly came up to me and and my ex-partner and handed her a $20 bill. Yeah. And was like, this is just for whatever you need. And it's like, bitch, I make more money than you. I need a ton of cocaine. Do you have a few more of these? Yeah, like, I promise you, I make more money than you, is what I wanted to say to that person. But, like, you're just so, like stunned by the situation like when people say weird things to you it just you don't know how to act (laughs) yeah like it just breaks your brain for just long enough for them to escape and then you're left like uh, i guess i'll buy a case of beer with this like what that's what i need yeah like so i don't know there's just a certain level of entitlement when people feel like they have some sort of connection but again this is at odds with even me, like maybe hypocritical of me or, or uh, I'm not sure I, how it would uh, qualify, but like talk to blind folks. Mm-hmm. Do, yeah, definitely do. But just maybe like wait until you're like 10 minutes into the conversation to say like, oh yeah, where'd you get your guide dog? Or oh, that's a nifty cane. Is it your only one? Or that's a nifty cane. Where did you get it? Like something less hey, you're blind, what the fuck's up with that? Yeah. Like, so for me in particular, like when I'm like, um, the last time we were at a bar together, New Year's of 2019, probably. Oh my um, God, was it that long ago? No, we. I think we went to like a trivia thing in February. 
of 2020. Yeah. But I thought there was it, another thing at this spot that we went to mm-hmm. that we both just like had a shit time at. Yeah, I think it was that DJ that Tony wanted the to see. The second time. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we just didn't you know, have a good time, whatever it was. But it, you may have noticed, I don't necessarily go up and start talking to random people. No. But there were a handful of people that I did start talking to and 100% of the time, either they said something first or they were talking to you. Yeah. And I butted, butted in to be part of the combo. And it's because I can't just like scan the room and make eye contact with someone. And if they make eye contact with me, that seems like welcoming eye contact. You know how you do. Mm-hmm. And then you start talking to the person. Or you see like, oh, cool. They've got a Green Lantern t-shirt on. I like Green Lantern. Like whatever it is. Like to make a connection with someone is much more difficult. Yeah. And so you uh, you find yourself wanting other people to talk to you, but also not wanting them to say weird shit to you. Yeah. So it's like this uh, like dissonance of of holding these two things that are so like close but far apart at the same time. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's a struggle. But uh, that is to say... If you've got a blind kid uh, and you want to talk to me about, you know, what their life could be in the future and uh, that sort of shit, go ahead. Woof. He's not a good example. Yeah. He's not a... Oh, me? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I, thought you were, I thought you were talking about the way that the dad the dad approaches her in the no, show. No, you. <laughs> um, I think I'm a good example. No, I think yeah. you are too. Oh my god! No, you're so funny. The, but the way the dad approaches our oh, main yeah. character Murphy isn't isn't a good example of like how to do it. Mm-hmm. But it, yeah, if you've got a blind kid or a kid with any disability and you want to like, um, want to see how just completely normal their life like normal's a such a, a shitty word, but like just boring their life can be and like that's something great to hope for like for the people in my life like if if you know if i knew them when they were children and i could tell them that their lives are just going to be boring that's such a a good thing yeah like it's just going to be normal you're going to get a job as an accountant you're going to go to work five days a week you're going to get a random dumb stupid hobby of putting pinball machines together in your basement on the weekends (laughs) and drink beers with your friends like you don't have to climb mount everest and this expectation that seems to be put on disabled folks of like being this bright shining star or doing uh uh these things that uh, i can't believe a, a blind person climbed mount everest or i can't believe a blind person roller skated in a circle like whatever it might be these like random things that that i see shared on social media is like we we have these desires to like hero worship disabled folks for uh doing remarkable things they deserve the hero worship for doing remarkable things at all not because they did them with the disability and and it's an and a hard thing for folks to understand of like yes being a disabled person and having and living with a disability does create obstacles and overcoming them is cool and nice but we for the most part just want to live normal boring ass lives and like the depiction of the main character in the show is such a great example of that like drinking whiskey going to the bar bringing people home hooking up sleeping with married dudes hanging out yeah sleeping with married dudes like just <laughs> hanging out like just being super normal mm-hmm. and like i it's such a dirty word like normal but boring i think is a better word yeah like really who gives a shit like well and she said like her mom was like do you care about no one but yourself and she says i don't even care about myself yeah that and that's like the complete millennialist thing you could ever say the mood like yeah that's all of us we got it and uh i just grabbed my notes uh one of the, (laughs) the thing uh the intrusive question uh 
so when did you uh <laughs> someone asks her like they're clearly about to ask her like when did you lose your sight or whatever mm-hmm. whatever it might be and she interrupts someone says lose my virginity well i was 17 and like goes on let's just starts <laughs> telling the story it's so good i like, really want you to do that Oh yeah, for sure. Like the next time someone is yeah. like, I'm just like, absolutely. Um, well, I would imagine that it's going to happen when we move and meet our neighbors. Oh my god, I can't wait until they come over mm. and ask questions, and you're gonna be like, well, uh, I waited until marriage uh, as a good Christian. Mm-hmm. This is a good Christian household. Yep, and I <laughs> just get extremely graphic right away. Yes, absolutely. Parted the labia. Mm. Oop! Oh, you said the word again. This is like <laughs> the two, three podcasts in a row. What the hell, dude? Listen, you're a labia enthusiast. I'm a labia enthusiast. It's fine. Yeah. Welcome to the labia attended podcast. <laughs> um, um, how is that drink that I made you? Is it terrible? No, it's really good. Okay. A little weaker than I would have. I didn't know how crazy you wanted to get on the podcast. I feel like I'm getting a little bit ranty, but I don't think it's related (laughs) to the alcohol. I think it's related to the fact that I really enjoyed this show. Yeah. And I, it like made me, I, I I don't know what the word would be to describe it. I, it didn't, not like pride necessarily, but like I, I would be happy for sighted people to watch this show because I feel like it is a completely reasonable depiction of how a blind person can be. Yeah, and she's not not like the constant butt of jokes. Right, yeah. And it's not to say that it's how all blind people are because there's no monolith in the same way that like not all blind people climb Mount Everest and not all blind people are massage therapists or... uh, What's the word for the people that go to the schools? Inspirational speakers? What's it called? <laughs> motivational. Yeah, motivational <laughs> people speakers. People that go to the schools? The, well, yeah. students no, and the, teachers. Like, <laughs> you know, you had a guy that like, you know, did I, I've painted in every state in the United States and here are all my paintings. And if you if you believe with all your heart you can do anything sounds like you had some real shit motivational speakers we had like holocaust survivors and jesus stuff. christ we didn't yeah um we had if you can survive holocaust you can survive anything we had a some uh an ex-convict come and tell us like the like scared straight shit like God, no don't do drugs otherwise you'll be uh You'll be drinking toilet wine. You're like, what the fuck is this shit? That this... sounds tasty as hell. All right, man. You got that recipe? Or... You know that like apple rot that you smelled the other day? Like I was oh, getting yeah. ready to just slurp no. it off the apple. <laughs> I mean, we should make some hard cider sometime. That'd be good. Because like a lot of the orchards around here, like at the end of the season, just to like pick, take what you want. Um, And I know one of our dear friends has a cider press. So we should actually talk that fucker into using it. Is it our same dear friend who has like everything they have an known arsenal, to man? Yeah, they have an arsenal of food gadgets. Yes. Yep. Oh my that goodness. Friend. Yeah. They have a fucking cider <laughs> press. Yes. That's insane. Yeah. When would they use that? I shouldn't say that because they also have a miter they saw that a, we want to use yeah. that they never use. Yeah. So Shh. keep it real, dog. Keep it real. <laughs> we love you. Um. But yeah, this I, I thought this show was really great. I'm honestly excited. I I don't know if you want to go watch another episode after this. I know you really do, but you know how we're moving and we have to like get other stuff done. Yeah. (laughs) We're not moving until next weekend. I'm aware of that. So I can do the Tony thing and just not pack until like next Friday at like 1045 PM. A, you know, I will murder you. Mm -hmm. Two, you have to do that on Thursday. Oh, yeah. And you know, Tony's not going to hear that at all. Oh, I know. Because they don't listen to the whole episode anymore yeah. like they used to. Yeah. So any of y'all any of y'all listeners that follow Tony on like Twitter or Facebook or anything, hit him up. Tell him that I slayed them. We're talking shit talking about shit. our- Mad, <laughs> mad shit about our, our wonderful editor that does it for yes. as, like sushi every few weeks. Every few months. Lately. Yeah. Lately every few months. Yeah. But- um, do you have any more things of note about the show? I'm trying no, to think of other... No, I just... I, I dig it. She she uses a cane a lot. Oh. She does a good job. I did note that, like, she does 
a good job of like using, using her cane. cane. Yeah. yeah. At one point, she loses her cane. So yes. she uh, fucks a married guy, and the guy's wife comes home, and she gets kicked out. And I would have just knocked on the door until I got my cane back. I didn't I know if she brought her cane. That was not clear. Mm. Or I, if she had accidentally she left it at the bar. Left it somewhere, yeah. Either way, she like loses her cane at one point and uh, borrows someone's phone to get a ride home. And I used to, when I carried a backpack all like everywhere I went, I kept a spare cane in the bottom of it. Just in case you were Just fucking case, a married dude yeah, and got thrown out. Yeah, because the like it's tough to communicate how fucking terrifying it is to yeah. find yourself somewhere without a cane. Yeah. Like... There have been a couple of times where, like, we've been in a, in public and, like, I'll hand you my cane for a second and I'm just like, okay, don't run away with this, please. <laughs> like, what? not that you would, but, like, if something happened, like, something crazy happened, some crazy circumstance led to, like, me being in the middle of a fucking mall without a cane, like, it'd be goddamn miserable, so. Well, I mean, you were shoveling yesterday and kind of got a little disoriented. Yeah, yeah, I got, well... So what made me nervous at that point is like navigating in the snow is so much more difficult. Mm-hmm. And I um, like our road is usually super like dead, mm-hmm. but there was so much traffic going by. It got me like turned around just a little bit. And uh, yeah, I got, I got turned around. It sucked. But uh, once I shoveled, it made everything much more easy to navigate. Yeah. So I'm so hype about that shovel. That's a great shovel. If 17-year-old me could see me now. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, I, I think it's a really good show. Um, there are parts where I wanted to cringe, but it was saved by like her, her dialogue. Being, yeah, exactly. Like, um, if There, there would... were the eventually interactions between her and the daughter of, because, so the, the detectives like don't take it seriously and she ends up like doing investigative work herself. Right. And so she's like in and out of the precinct all the time. Mm-hmm. And there's one episode where like he has to bring his daughter into work. And so like she actually gets to meet her a couple of different times because he brought her her to the school. Charlotte? Chloe. Chloe, okay. Um, And he also brought her to the guide school because she had been thinking about getting, or he had been thinking about getting her a guide dog as well. Mm -hmm. So she got to interact with our main character, Murphy, there as well. And they got to bond over the fact that, like, no one gets it and that, like, he always treats her like a child. Like, she can't be left alone and she can't do this and she can't do that. Like, she just... and. I think, like, he eventually, or she, uh, Murphy eventually tells the dad, like, just, just like, treat her like a normal her, child. Like, yeah, like, make her do make the her dishes. Do yeah. yeah. Um, and uh, that's where they have the talk about, like, the weird stuff that people say. And they talked about her blindness. And he's like, oh, I'm so sorry. And she's like, no, don't do that. Like, don't pity. Because I was cringing. Like, after yeah. he said, I'm so sorry, I'm just like, ugh. Mm. And then she's just like, don't do that. Like, don't pity her. Don't pity me. Like, yeah. that's, don't do that. Well, and he's like, I wasn't. And she's like, yeah, you did the pity voice. Yeah, Your you Your voice were. got three pity octaves lower. Yeah. Yes. Like, like no one likes to be called out on that kind of stuff. It's uncomfortable. No one likes to be called out on anything. Yeah. It's uncomfortable. But like how are you supposed to change if no one tells you like what you're doing is right. wrong? Yeah. And and in the case where he has a kid who he's going to be continually treating like this, it's good. It's such a good thing for him to get that kind of feedback. Like because moving forward now he will think twice about that sort of shit. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, anyone that listens to this or happens to stumble across this podcast, um, you know, that's got a blind child, I hope, you know, that it helps to hear just normal bullshit, whiskey drinking dumbassery <laughs> is what your kid could eventually be. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, boy. But, yeah, I mean... Happy so happy happy yeah and healthy yeah and that's that's the deal like it's all good that's what i hear everyone wants their kids to be happy i just want my kids to be happy and healthy unless they turn out to be gay 
<laughs> and then I won't love then them Then I'll anymore. love them more. And I will love them so much less. <laughs> and I will try to find a camp where they can go to be ungayed. Where they will where they be very gay be with the other gays. So gay with the other gays. <laughs> like, hey, I've got Did this idea. Did you ever idea. watch But I'm a Cheerleader? No. <gasps> Are you serious? Yeah. Oh my God. You need some gay education. Okay. Ugh. I'll check it out. It's basically, it's not a camp. It's like this fabulous house mm. out in the BFE or whatever yeah. with where they like straightify them. Like they take classes basically on how to be straight to the point <sighs> where they are imitating coitus between male and female parts. Nice. It's, <laughs> oh, it's a time. Gross. Yeah. yeah. But it's, a, it's, it's definitely like if you grew up like in our generation, like it's definitely one of the millennial like gay education films. Like hmm. it's, it's yeah. good. Well, I mean, you know, unconditional love, except for a couple of conditions. <laughs> uh, yeah, the the show was really good. I think we both enjoyed it. Do you have anything else for the folks? Any announcements? Hit us up on social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. You can find this podcast anywhere, especially the place you're listening to it right now. If you are listening on Apple Podcasts, please feel free to give us a review. Give nice. us some stars. Yep. Um, Share us with your friends and pals and families. Mm-hmm. If you have questions, you can also contact us on all of the... All the social medias. Yep. And you can email us. Email. Yeah. Site attendant at gmail.com. Again, since I just mumbled that, site attendant <laughs> at gmail.com. Uh, we also have a buy me a coffee page. Um, Give it- us money. Oh, okay. Now. Uh, we're working on an ad. <laughs> yeah, we're I definitely, to... like, I thought that maybe we should, like, record it, like, a, so as man? a pod. No, as an episode, like, all of our outtakes and stuff. Oh, God. I feel like we should probably, like, write a script instead of, like, half-assing just, like. We riffed it from... on the last one. <laughs> we did. I think it was good, though. I don't know. Maybe. Yeah. Um, no. Uh, so, we're currently working on buying some ad space on Spotify. Um. So yeah, if you want to buy us a coffee or uh, an ad or whatever, you can go to buymeacoffee.com slash site attendant. I just finished that drink. Oh boy. That's really good. <laughs> I'm so glad for you. Yeah. Um, That's all I have, homie. I, yeah, I don't think I have anything else. Uh, love you. Bye.